Pray with me. Lord Jesus, send your spirit through your word, even as you send your presence at this table tonight. Amen. In the back of your bulletin, you'll see just for a moment that there are some names there, and that is for three sixth graders, Kelsey Foy, Carter Green, Dakota Westra. This will be the first time they're coming to the Lord's table. Here at Zion, we do sixth grade instruction about communion and then have a conversation with the elder of the church, myself and parents, and then uh, tonight. So I thought it might be helpful to, to talk uh, in, in a re- regular, straightforward way about some things here, and that is the word communion, what is it? Because the word itself, just the word communion, actually can tell us a whole lot about what's going on. Communion, what is it? Some words you just take apart and they tell the story. Co-union, communion. What does that word even mean? It means two or more things becoming one, right? Communion, two or more things becoming one. Communion. So if that's what happens here, what becomes one? I'll tell you about three things tonight. First one is what you see in front of you. One table. You might say the elements become one at one table. Bread. I got some large fancy breads you can see tonight. At the Lord's table we say, the Scripture teaches that bread and the body of Christ uniquely, mysteriously, we say, sacramentally become one. How? I'm not entirely sure. I don't think we need to know. By faith, we believe God's Word, God's promise where Jesus says, this is my body, this is my blood. He could said a lot of other things if he meant a lot of other things, but he said, this is my body, this is my blood. And so somehow, we believe in faith. You look at bread, you eat bread, it looks like bread, but somehow it is sacramentally, mysteriously, the body of Christ and this bread become one as you eat it by faith. They are mysteriously unified, things, two things or more becoming one at one table. Well, also, one cup. You drink wine, and mysteriously it is the blood of Christ becoming one, communion. You eat one item, you drink one item, but it is the body and blood. We say words like in, with, and under the bread and wine. These elements become one, communion. So that's the first thing. It gets better, though. What happens when we eat and drink this in faith? It's that you become one with God. That's great news. We hear the words, take, eat, drink, the body and blood of Christ given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. What does that mean? That means the path to God, your path and my path to God, is completely blocked by your sin. And only the very real body of Jesus that hangs on the cross for you tomorrow and the blood poured out for you there, only that can bring you back to God, and it does. Jesus makes you one with God. Well, when you come to the table and come to communion and you hear things like take, eat, 
Drink the body and blood of Christ shed for you for the forgiveness. It's the forgiveness of sins that makes you one with God. So when you come eat and drink, you are made one with God again and again and again. Why? Because God isn't just offering you just bread and wine, a memorial meal, but the very body and blood of Christ which forgives your sins. As we'll read in a moment in Martin Luther's small catechism, faith teaching tool for parents to teach children, there's a line in there that I tell students to memorize, hopefully they do, and I ask them, because it's my favorite line in there. It says, where there is forgiveness of sins, there is life and salvation. In faith, and it, you don't have to understand it to believe it, that as you kneel and eat and drink, you are given life and salvation that Jesus won for you. So you become one with God, one table, these things becoming one. You are made one with God, but you're not just made one with God because communion isn't just between you and God or me and God. You kneel or stand or you're with a whole lot of other people. We are made one with each other. So at one table, we are made one with God, and we're made one with each other. We are a body of believers. So when you come eat and drink, you are joined as one body, yes, to people all over the world, but to everyone here at Zion as well. As we come and kneel and eat and drink, you are saying, I'm in this with you. You are saying, we are following Jesus together. It's Faith isn't just me and God, it's all of us together. Together make up one body, the church. And would you believe it that a big part of God's discipleship plan for you is this? It can seem so simple, right? But a big part of God's discipleship and faith growth plan for you is this. Come to the table over and over and over again because that's where God is. God is at work and your faith grows. It is where broken sinners are made whole, molded into devoted disciples. We are made one with God, and we are made one with each other. And just as the Word of God transforms us, the body and blood of Christ transforms us, as the body and blood of Christ is what hangs for you tomorrow and is what comes on this table today. Communion, co-union, communion. Remember the Word? You remember the teaching, you remember the blessing. One table for you, which makes you one with God, and it makes us one with each other. So I've often, and this is my own personal opinion, I wonder, I've often wanted to find more of you uh, poking each other in line to come up for communion and, and hugging each other or something because I think we're so pious thinking it's, it's, it's holy between me and God and yet we're one with each other. So if I see a few more uh, pokes and elbows and hugs tonight, that's good, that's okay because we are one with each other as well. The Lord's table for you Communion, communion, one table makes you one with God and one with each other. Amen. We continue now in prayer. Father, on the night when Jesus was betrayed, he humbled himself to stoop down and bathe his disciples' feet, even the feet of the one who would betray him. Grant us fervent desire to embody this attitude of service and kindness to all, that the love of Christ may abound 
through all our speech and actions. Hear our prayer and... On this night, Christ prayed that His disciples would be one in faith. Prayed for those who would hear His disciples' proclamation, that all would come to know that You sent Him into the world to be the light of the world, just as Christ encouraged others to boldly proclaim the message of salvation. So also hear our prayer and... On this night, Your Son and our Savior gave us His last will and testament giving us His true body and blood, that we receive Him for the forgiveness of sins and nourishment of faith. Give us truly penitent hearts, that we receive this sacrament worthily. Cleanse us and feed us with the precious body and blood of Your Son, that we live godly lives and boldly resound with the one true confession of faith with the whole company of saints in heaven and on earth. Amen.